afternoon not good morning or uh, mid-morning or whatever the hell it is it's an afternoon here uh, at the phly phillies podcast welcome in to everybody on this day where we get to kind of take a deep breath and know that the the main pressure of the phillies offseason at least in their eyes has been handled and taken care of and that was locking up a number two starter uh, to be a top-of-the-rotation guy, and it just so happens that the guy they got is a guy we know very, very well, and he's going to end up being perhaps the longest-tenured Philadelphia Phillies pitcher of all time, and then at the end of the day, Renee, he's probably a guy... That's This is what I was thinking about on the way in. He's probably going to give Steve Carlton a run for most games as a Phillies pitcher, and there's a strong likelihood Aaron Nola will end up being the Phillies second all-time leader in strikeouts, which is pretty wild to think about for a guy that is still somehow so polarizing. It is wild. It is wild. Welcome in everybody in the chat. Um, it's an exciting day. We've got plenty to talk about. Philly sports have been exciting right now. And starting with Aaron Nola, I like was tweeting something out because it, it hit me this morning as I woke up. I was like, wow, this weekend, the Phillies went ahead Locked in, signed Aaron Nola. The Sixers and the Flyers won both of their games. The Eagles obviously played today against the Chiefs. It's a great day to be a Philly sports fan. But it, uh, it's great to see that, you know, Aaron Nola just had his press conference just before our show and was live rocking a suit similar to yours, actually, Jamie, yeah. from yesterday. I know you're getting some comments on your suit from yesterday. And just to see him in that moment, it was like, this is real. This is this is very real. It's happening. And, you know, even just hearing his thoughts about, you know, why he decided to stay in Philly and why him and his wife, Hunter, didn't want to look anywhere else and why this is home. Oh, I like the name. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. It's I know a couple pretty, females pretty named name, Hunter. Yeah. It's, it's a cool name. Um it just reminded me of like this. This is exactly why we would rather keep him here. And like I would say, the grass is not greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. And Aaron Nola is someone that we've seen the Phillies invest in ever since he was drafted back in 2014. He's grown here. And as he said, this is home. This is his community. So it's great because like Dave Dombrowski was talking about, it allows for and as we've talked about the starting the main priority, the starting pitcher done locked in and now you can breathe yeah. going into the remainder of the next few months of you know knowing that there's other names i know we're gonna get into yamamoto you guys are talking oh, about yamamoto in the yamamoto chat you guys are there. huge talking about yamamoto because he has a it's, it's he's officially able to be uh he's been posted in. he's been officially posted which is a weird thing i feel like it's, it feels it's like a way horse to say term. been posted yeah like what is he a social term. media post yeah. like he's been posted officially so we're, we're gonna but get, we'll into, get there yeah he's been posted <laughs> we'll get into yamamoto uh, Tyler wasn't able to be a part of our live broadcast, even though he was there in the comments section willing to be yesterday. Uh, so we didn't get to get his reaction. I think my reaction now that it's been pretty much 24 hours is very good, not ecstatic, if that makes okay. sense. Uh, because I do think it's a very good signing. The seventh year, you're probably going to end up eating in all likelihood unless he ends up being like one of these Verlander types that can just keep going. Um, I think it's very good, very safe. 
Uh, grass is not always greener, so I'm happy with it, but I'm not like doing backflips down Broad Street type of thing. No. That, that would be my surmise of my feelings. Well, we, as we talk about in the show, the starting pitchers that were out there, we got most excited about Corbin Burns, without a doubt. But yeah. Blake Snell and Better Hater and all the different other names, Sunny Gray, different names that we were Better tossing out there. We weren't really excited about any of those. So, you know, I think it, what makes it exciting is you were able to get a deal with NOLA for less lock him in for seven years and now you can continue to have these conversations about Yamamoto that's what's got me the most excited yeah, because that's really exciting. I love the fact that for Dave Dombrowski and Middleton and, and for the Phillies overall they're being very aggressive and they're not done yet so uh yeah this this is this is exciting just for the fact that it's done it's one less major thing to worry about and Tyler Tyler's got the fresh cut guys you'll have to see it at some point he, he came in like a new person didn't even recognize him today he's coming in with a fresh Aaron Nola just got re-signed he's got a seven-year extension haircut Tyler how are you feeling yeah, when you heard seven the news? years 172 million <laughs> no opt-out no trade clause Tyler Zuli yeah, I, I had to look good for uh for the news too um <laughs> you know like we, if he's got a press conference he's got to look good um, yeah. we, we gotta look yeah. good too so do you. Um, I, I think I'm somewhere in between the two of you um I was ready to drive Aaron Nola to the nearest facility like like the nearest airport and, and ship him on his way it, 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 as early as like or as recent as like September. And this postseason probably put some like rose tinted glasses on my eyes a little bit. I think that the, the NOLA deal was a good one in terms of the AAV staying relatively low. And and I, I think that you're probably right, Jamie. Like years six and seven are gonna be are going to be rough, but yeah, yeah. but quite frankly, I think year six and seven for this team in general are going to be rough be, yeah. because yeah. I think at, at that point you're unless Justin Crawford's leading us to the NLCS every year, right? You're probably back towards you know looking towards a, I don't want to say a rebuild like they did in the the tens, mm -hmm. but like a retool of some sure. kind. Um, so I, I think that for the next couple of years, this allows you some durability and flexibility with the a, the, the AAV being a lower number. Um, the one thing that I will say, and I was talking to Vince before the show, I, I think that you know you guys bring up Yamamoto. And they, if they make the move for Yamamoto now having signed Nola to a seven year deal, the one thing, the one residual effect that it will play off is I think this would be Zach Wheeler's last year as a Philly. If that happens, um, I, uh, don't, that I, I don't, I don't likely, I don't anticipate a, a re-signing of Zach Wheeler. If you bring in Yamamoto as well as you just signed Aaron Nola to a long-term uh, extension. Yeah, so we will dive headfirst into these Yamamoto uh, rumors out there and reports out there. Uh, but MBD says something that, yes, I am absolutely shocked by. Um, to hear from Alex Coffey, um, some other guy I'd never heard of before <laughs> that apparently was right also, uh, but some, some pretty reputable people uh, have been talking about Yamamoto <laughs> and saying that the Phillies' interest is, in fact, real. Uh, I think it's because of what Tyler just said, that it's a contingency plan for the future. If you can roll Wheeler and Nola into Yamamoto and Painter three years from now as your top of your rotation, um, I think that would make a lot of sense. You'd have to spend more in the short term to kind of bridge that financial gap to the future. Uh, but if that's something John Middleton and the owners are willing to do, then hell yeah, guys. Go get nuts. Go get Yamamoto. Uh, but yes, just some details on Aaron Nola's uh, actual money. So this is uh, from Matt Gelb's athletic piece. Uh, he goes on to say that Nola's 24.6 million AAV is the 23rd highest in MLB history for a starting pitcher. It is, as of now, the eighth highest current AAV for a starting pitcher. 
Uh, those with the greater salaries are Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Jacob DeGrom, Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, Carlos Rodon, Rodon and Chris Sale. Uh, obviously, those last three being utter disasters. Uh, the top four still, you know, pretty much working out. Um, it's possible by the end of this offseason, NOLA's annual average salary will rank rank 10th among starting pitchers. Uh, so that's kind of where he falls in. Uh, in the scale of pitchers around the league. I think Gelb is speculating that not only is Yamamoto going to beat him on an average salary, uh, but there's probably a chance that Blake Snell will. Uh, and that's based off the rumors from John Hay or the report from John Heyman that Aaron Nola did, in fact, take, as you talked about uh, in the open, take less to be here because it's somewhere that he wants to be. Uh, so how much more, how much did he leave on the table? We don't know. We probably never will know. Uh, but it is always a nice way to ingratiate yourself to the fan base by saying, hey, I took less because I want to be here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Listen, um, Aaron Nola in his live press conferences, prior, press conference prior to today was asked about, you know, a number of different questions about the decision, the offers, why he decided to stay in Philly. And I won't give you every single answer he said, but just to, to sum up one, some of the things that he said, uh, Aaron Nola was talking about the fact that, you know, he wasn't overly consumed and focused on his legacy he was focused on you know where he wants to play where he wants to win a world series and the last two years obviously with the phillies falling short in the world series and the nlcs he felt like this team's not done yet and he felt like there's more left to do and also this has been a, a spot that's been home for him for his family for his growing family as his wife of course is pregnant and so he wanted to make sure that he stayed with this community knowing how you know the, it's been such a, a last two a tough last two years, but it's been addicting to be out there they, because they've been so close and they've fallen short and the, that's driven them even more to want to get back. And he said, ultimately, he, he always wanted to stay in Philly, but this was obviously new for him being in free agency, wanted to see things through, wanted to at least take time to listen to the other offers. But ultimately, this this is home for him. And Aaron Nola was talking about wanting to win it for, for the city, the job not being done again. Um, and even back when spring training happened, during spring training, and they weren't able to come to an agreement then, he said throughout the season he actually wasn't thinking about it. So when we saw the hat tips and the moment of him crying and all these things, allegedly Aaron Nola saying he wasn't thinking at all throughout the course of the season about what's happening next year. He was just focused on games. When the ball was in his Bullshit. hand... <laughs> when the ball was in his hand, <coughs> he was focusing wow. on the game. Me. So immediately as he was saying Allergy, that, I was like, hmm. Allergies. So what made you cry, Aaron, with somebody cutting onions in the dugout? Yeah. But it's okay because it's nice to hear, but it it's not true. To hear. It's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Hence why I hate press conferences. I've grown, so, as I've been in this industry and you've been in it a long time now, I've grown to hate <laughs> and loathe press conferences just because I believe like, 16% of what is set up there. Like it's, it's such a public agree. facade of just garbage. Because every question he was asked about the future, he kept saying, <laughs> nope, I was just, I'm just thinking about right now. I'm not worried about where I'll be in seven years. Yeah, okay. I'm not worried about, I wasn't even this season worried about next season. I'm bringing a new season. child into this you know, world and I'm not thinking about the next seven years of my life financially. Get so the hell out he of did here. say he doesn't want to, he's happy he doesn't have to move his family. He's happy well, that they nice. got the job done early so that now, you know, it's one less stressor. But yeah, at the end of the day, 
Uh, exactly. He's saying, <laughs> I hope I age well and I'm going to do everything I can to stay durable. He said he learned early in his career how he can continue to maintain his health. And that's what he's going to continue doing. So that a lot of the cliches he was giving were, were great answers, uh, without a doubt. But I will also say Dave Dombrowski did mention in that with this, the five starters are now set. Uh, there's no glaring other needs. They will now take time to evaluate other areas that can make the club better. Infield is basically set. The outfield, of course, is saying there's some questions with young players. Yoro being one of them, of course, he didn't say it, but we know that is still trying to figure you things think, out. You think he was, he was, he wanted to say Yoro. He went to Yoro. Yeah, yeah he clearly. Clear, he was yeah. like, this is my moment uh -huh. to drop in Yoro uh -huh. because Renee on PHY Phillies is, has, coined the nickname yeah. and he said there's some young he stumbled a little bit i was like he's thinking about it mm -hmm. yoro's on his yeah. mind but yeah, he definitely. wasn't gonna say it so he said some young players but i knew he was talking about yoro yeah so uh, <laughs> i see some chatter you know in the in the chat here and shout out to everybody martian i don't know if i could do cartwheels either uh but some people are saying the well, seven I could see a couple of cartwheels i might be able to do with the girls too, with Gail. um but a lot of people are saying you know a lot of people are saying they love the deal a couple people have said seven years is too much uh, this is basically how they got it done by giving that seventh year. So I was reading Jason Stark's article from Friday pre-signing, and he had this to say um, that he has on pretty good intel that last spring training, the Phillies were talking about a six-year $150 million offer. That's what they were a part on because Aaron Nola and his uh, representatives thought the, you know, with a great year this year, he could have dictated over 200 million this offseason, hence the wide gap and being apart. Uh, it turns out he did not get into that $200 million category. And by giving that seventh year, which is what Nola's camp wanted, the longevity, basically, they're exactly the deal that was discussed in spring training just with one more year added on to it. So yeah. it does seem like. That's kind of the Phillies' M.O. now is they'll give you the length. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, but they want to keep the average. <laughs> I got Tyler with that one. Uh, Tyler but, is literally crying right now. <laughs> but they want to keep the annual average uh, salary <laughs> low. So that's the Phillies' way of doing things now is they don't care about length. If they can keep you on Stop a man it. manageable one-year deal. <laughs> Uh, that's what they want to do, and it, and it was beneficial for both sides here because Aaron Nola um, wanted that seventh year, and they were able to keep that you know money below twenty five a year. So that's it. Kind of ended up working out for the Phillies in a way by waiting another year. It did. It definitely did. And honestly, I I just go back to what Dave Nebraska was saying: the priority always being Aaron Nola. You know, that was a month ago that it was said. Here we are, a few weeks in, um, and. Aaron Nola is locked in. And like we talk about, you, you're able to not only sign him for seven, even though it's an additional year, you do have still wiggle room financially to play with and get more in the future. So um, that also sounded wrong. Now that I said that. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Good Lord, help. Um, but anyway, let's go back to what you said in the chat. Um, I saw hello to you too. Some different people in the chat were saying hi. Good afternoon. MBD Happy Monday. seven years. A lot of people are not a huge fan of the seven-year deal, but I think it was probably also one of the main ways that Nola was going to say yes because Nola yeah, is looking for. That's what for, Jason he's got, Stark said. Yeah, his camp wanted seven years. You can't you can't afford to give him less. At thirty years old with a child on the way, Philly has always been his home. He's loved it here. He doesn't want to go anywhere, but he was entertaining other offers. And if another offer provided a longer-term deal. 
plus, of course, more money. Um, I think that is what helps blame. So MBDBDBF, yes, we may agree that seven years is tough to think about. And I know, of course, Aaron Nola was asked, okay, you're going to be 37, you know, 36, 37 towards the end of this deal. And he was talking about the different, you know, older pitchers that he's hoping to one day play like and hope that he can somehow hold on in his career to be just like them and Scherzer and Verlander and even Charlie Morton, the different guys that he said that stand out. Uh, he's hoping to be that guy for the Phillies, but we'll see if he's going to be that guy. That's a six, seven year thing to worry about. We're not there yet. I'm struggling with the fact that like right now, yes, I, it's hard. The Virgo in me is always thinking like all the details of what everything means. But right now I'm trying not to overthink things because this deal in the short term, I like it. And it's 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 good enough. Yeah, it's good I think, enough. I think the I think the unknown <laughs> think enough. the unknown here I think was a little scary because it's very much scary. Uh, if you didn't get Nola, you know Snell, I think would have been not as exciting as a two-time Cy Young winner signing should have been. Yamamoto from the things, and we'll get into him in one second because that's really exciting. Um, the Yamamoto thing uh, again in the Jason Stark article. The sense he's getting is it's not can they afford or pay him, it's will he choose the Phillies. Right. And I think there's a fear there that he might not choose the Phillies uh, because of some of the other markets going after him. Um, so we will get into Yamamoto in one second, but I want to tell you about an awesome store here locally with two locations in Wayne and Westchester, and that's our friends at Wheelhouse Cards. Oh, man, uh, can you get Japanese league Yamamoto like – cards because that would be a decent investment for a couple of years That'd from now uh, and i'll have to go talk to my friends at wheelhouse cards because it's our go-to sports card gift and apparel shop in the delaware valley their motto is cards and community because the love of sports is what unites us all true they carry all of your favorite card brands like tops chrome baseball and mosaic football as well as t-shirts hats and hoodies from all your favorite brands like Mitchell and Ness, 47 brand, Junk Food, Starter, and one of my personal favorites, Shy Vintage Sports. And if you're looking to grade your sports card collection, Wheelhouse offers PSA grading submissions. They also host a ton of different family-friendly events and birthday parties every month. So for the card heads in your life, make sure you're sending them to Wheelhouse Cards. Stop into either of their stores in Wayne or Westchester, open seven days a week, at 11 a.m. and use code PHLY to get $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in store and be sure to give them a follow on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. All right, now the exciting stuff. Wait. How are you going to stop excitement, <laughs> Renee? I said this is the exciting stuff. Wait. Okay, before we get into the exciting stuff, we need to first talk about some other exciting stuff. Oh, you want to double excited. Okay. Bryce Harper. Well, yeah, that's what I was. I was going to. I was setting you up. I was going to the exciting stuff. Oh, go ahead. Do it again. Do it again. All right, now to the exciting stuff. I go to Renee Washington with the report on who's recruiting Yamamoto. Okay, so let's backtrack. Bryce Harper has been putting his recruiting hat on. He's been taking a tour of Ohio a little bit. He was out at an NHL game. It was the Columbus Blue Jackets facing the Arizona Coyotes on Thursday. Of course, the Flyers just beat Columbus on Sunday. Just a side note. Flyers, the Flyers. Uh, Oh, yeah, they are. And then people are wondering, what is he doing at a hockey game? And it's not a Flyers game. He's out in Columbus. Okay, fast forward to Saturday. Bryce Harper was also on the Big Ten pregame show ahead of the Ohio State. Sorry, Tyler Zoli. Number two ranked the Ohio State. Number two ranked the Ohio State um, as they went on to Torch, Minnesota. Two local kids killing it. Kyle and McCord and Marvin Harrison bingo. Jr. Bingo. And so this tweet went out by Adam King. Adam King, who is a 10 TV sports 
sports report and anchor covers the Buckeyes. And as you see right there in the mix, it's our guy, Attaboy Harper, in the middle of it all. And he said, what? Want a good recruiting tool? I can read, guys. I've got an idea. Insert Bryce Harper. Well, you know what? Not only is this a great recruiting tool for the Ohio State, number two Buckeyes, it's also a great recruiting tool for the Philadelphia Phillies. And so now there have been reports that Bryce Harper has been involved in the conversations with Yamamoto. Yamamoto was sent a sizzle reel. He was sent a sizzle reel, and Todd Zalecki wrote a piece, um, wrote a a report, I should say, uh, about this. So he said, so what's next? The Phillies' $172 million commitment to NOLA does not mean they will stop trying to upgrade. Not done yet. Sources said they still have plans to pursue Yamamoto, who is a two-time Pacific League MVP and three-time Salomore Award winner, which is Japan Cy Young. Word is that Phillies superstar Bryce Harper was involved in making a pitch to to Yamamoto's camp, which included a sizzle reel. Yamamoto, we gave the pitch on Friday. Bryce Harper gave the pitch also. Not only was he out there pitching to Ohio State because he's a fan. His wife, Kayla, played soccer at Ohio State. Go soccer. That's the connection of the Ohio State. But he also is out there giving elevator pitches. Giving. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining Bryce doing a PowerPoint presentation with a sizzle reel to Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Of, this is why you should come to Philly. So uh, I air fried some pork roll this weekend for me and the girls, and I'm pretty sure that would win Yamamoto over. That's it. That's it. I would love Get to hear what Bryce Taylor Harper was saying to Yamamoto. Toss it in the air fryer. Welcome to Philadelphia. We're looking forward to having you. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a better recruiting tool than maybe. I love it. Maybe the fanatic might trump Bryce Harper. Like if the fanatic went over and like tickled him and gave him a hug, like he wouldn't be able to resist that. No, and so, so and like I Bryce like Harper's fact, a close second to that. I like the fact that there was a sizzle reel put together because yeah. that just tells me this is official. Again, I love a good like. I'm thinking like, is this a a Prezi, a PowerPoint? Remember Prezi? Do you remember Prezi? Anybody from school? Those okay? No, just me. I only did Prezi's. What the hell is Prezi? It's like a Tyler. Do you remember Prezi's the PowerPoint? I, I have to ask a genuine question. Did the school have to pay for Prezi to get it? Because if they did, there's zero chance my school but my, my No, school it, Prezi is free. What is it? It's like a, it's, oh, I'm, okay. I mean, it didn't last long. Is it long. like an app or something? It's like PowerPoints, but it was this cool way that you would, you can give a presentation where it like moves and adds motion and adds like some cool professional. Okay. Not the point. Not the point. <laughs> All right. I'll just stick to a, do you guys know what a PowerPoint is? I know what a PowerPoint is. Do you know a whiteboard? Yeah. You can maybe, of, maybe it's on the whiteboard or football chalkboard. Football guys call that a uh, chalkboard. Yeah. Or a he's whiteboard. He's on the chalkboard. Thank you, Mickey, from back in the day. Good Lord. So I, I just no imagine idea. a sizzle reel being put together. And Bryce is, of course, in it. Then I'm wondering what else is in it. And then people started tweeting out the most ridiculous things of what they thought was going to be in a, in a sizzle reel for the, for the Phillies. And it was things like just bad, bad aspects of Philly. Let's just say that. But I'd love to see a sizzle reel with Bryce Harper. In yeah, it. I don't know great. what else. I wonder what else is in that sizzle reel. Yeah. So, so what's <laughs> this? I, I've seen a couple of people make reference to it, and I'm unfamiliar with why. Tyler, you might know the answer to this. Apparently, Brandon Marsh is very popular in Japan. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I I've been trying to I, I, like this is literally. I wonder if it's just the beard. Was the first I've heard of it. Yeah, I've, I've seen now a couple people say you got to use Brandon Marsh in recruiting him because Brandon Marsh is apparently very big in Japan. 
Uh, maybe it's the beard. Uh, I don't know. So just a quick, quick search. And I didn't do my full guys. I'm a detective. So yeah. if you need information, yeah, yeah, yeah. let me know. Um, and if you know in the chat, please chime in. Renee's got something. We'll see. <laughs> a quick, quick search is um, he got to know Japanese media well as a member of the Angels. And he did a post game uh, interview in Japanese. Oh, OK. That's so pretty awesome. So he speaks some Japanese. Oh, that's um, pretty badass. Yeah. yeah send that man so over there. Send him. Yeah. Let's get Bryce. Let's get Brandon. Let's make it happen. Uh, OK. The Otani mania coverage out there. Yeah. And he speaks Japanese. And he started speaking some Japanese. So the Yamamoto bidding like is it. officially open. Uh, so if you're unfamiliar with the process, a $25 million fee is going to get paid to his club over in Japan. Uh, and then the floodgates are open. Tyler, I believe it's for 45 days, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yep. Yes. So for, in the next 45 days, we will have an answer on Yamamoto. January 4th. January 4th. Uh, and where he's going to end up being. Now, the thing in uh, the Stark article was he seemed to think the Phillies don't think uh, they have a shot at him. Like, they've increased their presence in Japan over the last two years. They've scouted him extensively. You know, they're obviously... Uh, there's a want to there, but I think the fear is New York or California uh, probably trumps Philadelphia. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. It's an easy thing to get some free great press. Let's not lose sight of that. Like you just said, like if you know you don't have a shot at the guy, it's like me knowing I wouldn't have it. I saw Margot Robbie entered. Be like, you know, I, I obviously would have interest in Margot Robbie, but I know she's not going to have interest in me. So I'm going to put the story out there that, you know, we were I was close and I tried, you know, but oh. the, the Phillies know they can't get them. So they're going to put it out there that possibly, hey, we really want Yamamoto and we have the money for it and we're going to try. But the reality is we're not going to get them. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's like a. I'm going to say like a 5% chance. Okay. I also didn't think Aaron Nola was going to be back. So I, I'm 0 for 1 on the big stories. Yeah. But I don't think it's extremely realistic that Yamamoto is going to come here. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, in the chat really quickly, I'm going to say hello. To, so we got some other names in there. I know Provolone. I, I don't know what the rest of your name was. You just said you were in the midst of leaving mm, to go pro, tune into the NFL show. Alex Green, uh, why I'll wouldn't Marsh be huge in Japan? Welcome, Alex. Uh, dude rules. Yeah, absolutely. He rules. O'Doyle rules. <laughs> there you go. I, I know that one. Uh, there you go. There you go. Um, most, strong uh, Harry move. Yeah. Big Mike Biggie D said we tried. I think, it it's a I think it's a classic. We tried. Here's the other side of it. If you don't have your name in the yeah. conversation, it makes you look silly. You miss 100% like, of the shots yeah. you don't take. I, I'm, I'm all for jack them up. Shoot away. Shoot or shoot. Maybe pew, Brandon Marsh and Bryce, Bryce Harper's enough and they get them and they go, oh, shit. Right. You uh, never know. Well, that's 225 million plus 25. That's 250 million. You know, like I don't want to completely discredit it because well, then they would be on the hook for a quarter of a billion dollars. But I think it's like a win-win. It's like, yeah. So if you get them, awesome. If you don't get them, hey, we tried. Yeah, it makes you look good because yeah. at least you tried. And there's not, I mean, we're all there's fired be up. 29 clubs that tried. Well, but, uh, no, probably. All that can say they tried, even if they didn't really try. Well, yeah, but There's nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody thinks Kansas City or Tampa Bay is going to go get one of these guys. Yeah, the, probably the, the nomad A's aren't trying. At yeah. the end of the day, <laughs> at least you can throw your name in the hat and see, because yeah. why not? Um, I know the Caillou references are coming out into the chat now. 
Caillou has spoken. I'm, so yeah. If yes. Margot Robbie has a Caillou, Yamamoto. Theme, I can be her Caillou. <laughs> I'm telling on you. <laughs> telling Addy. Yamamoto, as you mentioned, it did start. Uh, the window officially starts 8 a.m. tomorrow. Closes 5 p.m. June uh, January 4th. June January. Tomato tomato. Um, so with that, we heard. Also, the Phillies are obviously still interested in pursuing an extension with Zach Wheeler. Matt Gelb did put that out there as well as saying how the Phillies are considering and still pushing for Yamamoto. And it would absolutely, as we're talking about the finances, well, ching, 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 ching. It would push the Phillies above the 277 million third tier of the luxury tax if they were able to get the Zach Wheeler extension and Yamamoto. Unless the Phillies were able to shed enough salary in other places. So finishing next season above the third tier would mean the Phillies, unless they can pick in the top six of the 2025 Major League Baseball draft, would see their first round selection in that year's draft move back 10 spots. So financially, would definitely, uh, it'd be very expensive to bring in Yamamoto, but I like the idea and I'm all for it because spend, 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 not our money. And honestly, I'd feel really good about it. Yeah, I'm World just, I'm, I'm just not going to let my excitement get away from me because I just. I hate. I don't, I'm not trying to be a wet blanket because nobody likes that guy. I just. Uh, I'm not going to let myself get irrational with these reports. Is is that? Am I emotionally being a coward? Am I protecting myself? No, I think it's be, you're being realistic. Yeah, you're being realistic. Being realistic is not that fun. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, my thing is Yamamoto at 25 years old. At the end of the day, like Dave Dombrowski was actually saying about Aaron Nola, players really do drive the the decisions and. I know as much as we talk about the hot stove and how things are moving quicker, uh, something that Dave was mentioning that actually was like, oh, yeah, duh, that put things in a lot of perspective is it really comes down to the players and their agents and, and them really pushing the conversation along. And Yamamoto has the final decision. So if the sizzle yeah. reel can work, listen, Aaron Nola just took a pay cut to stay in Philly. And we didn't expect that. Not that we are. Well, we're experts. We are experts. Yeah. Well, we didn't expect for Aaron Nola to stay in Philly. And I, here we are. I, you know, so I think it was MBD asked us last week, like, are you all but uh, concluding that Nola is not going to be back here? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I we could, actually moved on and started talking about I'm who's replacing Nola. When, when we got the when the text chain you know, fired up yesterday with all of us, I was, you know, I had missed the notification right away. I saw it a couple of minutes later and I was, you know, I think you guys broke the news to me. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm actually fairly surprised by this, to be honest. Uh, Dave Dombrowski might just call the shots the way he he uh, he sees it unfolding. And, you know, all the reports last week, Heyman and Stark and Nightingale kept saying that the Phillies and Nola are continuing talks and he's priority one. And and I, I, I didn't buy it because I, I thought he was going to get over $200 million, but... Uh, but that's the same thing about Yamamoto. We're not buying it because we're assuming that everybody else is going to be able to offer so much more. But if you're a 25-year-old and you get, okay, I don't think the Phillies obviously are going to be able to offer him the full gamut of what he's projected to get. But you come to Philly, you live in a great city, you get to play with a Zach Wheeler, an Aaron Nola. You get to be a part of a team that's possible, that's in the push for a World Series. There's a lot of other upswings to it. And it, hopefully Aaron Nola's um, <laughs> thought process can rub off on Yamamoto, that this is a great spot to be at 25. So, yeah, we were all in on Yoshi. <laughs> it's Yo, it's Yo-Yo is actually what we could start calling him. Uh, Tyler, can you scroll, <laughs> scroll up? Spiral Out had one that made me laugh. 
He said, I'm so pissed my family couldn't start a cigar company in 1856 and start an empire for me. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun to be a baseball owner, wouldn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> what are we doing Jamie here? Jamie looks like the fun science here? teacher what are we who doing you here? Uh, then secretly see visiting the creepy You're getting a lot. You're getting a parlor. lot of outfits uh, comments. Just, I'm, I'm doing Eagles post game tonight. I had the, the rock the, uh, the Eagles hoodie. Yeah, this is what? So you, you're a creepy science teacher. I heard, you're a I backup water boy. Uh-huh. Uh, the swag of a history teacher. Such Substitute, substitute history uh, teacher. Professional hitman. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a suit yesterday. MBD was, uh, <laughs> I was uh, in the middle of uh, St. Catherine of Siena uh, baptism uh, when all this was going down. Back so I was, uh, I was becoming a godfather yesterday, hence the suit. I hate wearing uh, a shirt and tie. I much prefer a hoodie or a quarter zip, uh, so I was very uncomfortable. But um, yes, that's why I was in the shirt and tie. All right, yesterday. Martian Lynch, you're saying no yo-yo. You did at least request a song, so you still like my singing. You don't like my nicknames. I'll take it. I'll get. I'll take what I can get. Um, but I know King Crabs because Eugene Crabs is is no more. We've got King Crabs, by the way. New picture, new name. Who it is? And same ads, King Crab, because as you're ready for game time, you can head over to the Game Time app and be able to take advantage of some great deals over at the Game Time app. I know King Crabs called us out and said, incoming ad on the way. Well, here it is. Boom. Game Time app with the code PHLY, you get $20 off of your purchase. And now it makes it easy to go to that comedy show, the concert, the game. Where are we going, guys? Where are we going? Buy us some tickets. Let's go out using the Game Time app. And they also allow you to be able to check out where your seats are going to be so you have a nice view. I love to be able, I'm a planner, love to be able to see where I'm sitting beforehand and see, okay, this is where the concession stand is. This is my view of the court, the field, the stage. And at the Game Time app, you can do just that. So making it nice and easy for you and your buddies to be able to buy tickets to go see whatever events or games you'd like to check out. Game Time app, again, using that code PHLY for those here on the show live. It's on your screen. And for those that are listening across our podcast platforms that we love and adore that listen back later, code PHLY to get $20 off your purchase. I'm going to take you inside the show here. Um, so before the show, we we try to assign the live reads. And Friday, I screwed up. And oh, I just one. screwed up? Yep. Oh, crap. Ding. <laughs> so we assign the live reads to one another. We write it down in our show notepad here. I, 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 I screwed up on Friday, and I apologized after the show, and I said, Renee, my bad. I took the, uh, you know, the wheelhouse or hero bread or whatever. Uh, I, I, I can't read my own words. Game time. And then, I don't even and then know we were out that. there, and I said, which ones do you want to do today? You picked the three you wanted to do and then still screwed up. So I just wanted to point that out, that our screw-ups are even at 1-1 Friday oh, and Monday. Oh, we're keeping score of Apparently. Now. So screw-ups <laughs> Tied, cheating, <laughs> tied. We're doing well here, guys. This is all you this know what I love about this? Is I, just, I feel like I brought you to the petty side because <laughs> with the cheating of the guest at ballpark, which yeah. allegedly someone on the show has been cheating, you've now become petty enough to say <laughs> yeah. we also have a screw-up yeah. scoreboard. Uh-huh. We're going to have to <laughs> ding one point for me. Yeah. I absolutely was not supposed to read the game time app. I was supposed to read That's Foco. Great. Should I read Foco? You might as well. It's a good segue. All right, in. let's talk about Foco because apparently I read the wrong ad. So here is FOCO because there's nothing wrong about them. They've got everything right. Ding, ding, ding. So FOCO allows you to buy merchandise, collectibles, toys, slippers, hats. It's the holidays, guys. It's a great time to buy some holiday gifts and get a jump start on buying for your favorites, your family, your friends, whoever, your dog, whoever it is you're trying to buy for, use FOCO to do that. They've got all the gear that you can see behind me on your screen right now and more. Great for your office, your house, 
your studio, or even just to wear. So go over to FOCO, use that code PHOI, get 10% off of your purchase, and they've got some great merch that you can rock every day and uh, be able to cheer on your favorite team. So we've got Petty LaBelle and Tom Petty here. <laughs> that is us. That yeah. is us. Oh, guys, I love all the compliments, by the way. I'm sorry to rain on your parade, but I just love all the compliments you guys keep throwing my way. MBD said I'm wife material. Oh. I got some compliments on, on just some hellos, some other things early in the chat. I appreciate that. Uh, if you actually can scroll up, there was a LaSalle comment. I don't know if it's for me or Mickey, for you. Mickey Durkin. It was oh, for you it probably. I'm LaSalle a boy. All right. I'm You're a LaSalle, LaSalle University lady. Yes. Uh, Martian says, Martian likes everything about me. Eugene Krabs made you say it, but you did it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the compliments, guys, on this Monday. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I saw some people there talking about, yeah, I forget who it was, Lance Lynn. Um, that's got to kind of suck for baseball heaven, huh? To think you're going to go it? out there and go get an Aaron Nola or go get a Jordan Montgomery or go get a Blake Snell. And then they bring Lance Lynn back. And it's like, here you go. The good news is for the Cardinals, they don't have to worry about a pitch comp for Lance Lynn this year because he's just going to throw fastballs. Like, that's all he does is throw fastballs. So it's like, you can go back to old school catcher signs. One, one, (laughs) one, one. Oh, there's a runner on. Make it three. Yeah. But it's really one. That's all they're going to. The good thing for them is that they save money on their pitch comps. Yeah, yeah. So Lance Lynn goes back to the Cardinals. So, you know, things are heating up a little bit, I would imagine. Uh, there's a, uh, a pretty big onslaught of moves and signings happening in and around the winter meetings, uh, which we will have some news for you here at PHLY Phillies podcast in the very near future. Uh, we're excited about what's happening here on our Phillies show uh, in the direction it's going. So we will have you covered uh, for the winter meetings, which we're very, very excited about. Uh, now, uh, I was listening to an old colleague of mine, Kevin Cooney, on the the fanatic recently and he had bob nightingale on uh which kevin yeah kevin's a very nice man uh and bob nightingale is you know one of those top five kind of baseball insiders uh and kevin asked him as the last question the getaway question mike trout is that real because now now that the number two pitcher has been taken care of it's like okay who's gonna play left field because Brandon Marsh is, you know, a suitable platoon guy in center field. He could be a left fielder. It's nice to have that versatility with Marsh. He could also be a trade piece. Um, one of the other things from the Jason Stark story was that, uh, by the way, the Nick Castellanos thing was real. Like, he's had enough rival executives tell him, yeah, that was that was real, and he was being shopped. But most executives think that's a bad deal. So now is what's next for the Phillies? Who's going to play left field? Um, and you know, Mike Trout, I've seen some ridiculous things out there. Uh, like my buddy, Jack Fritz is trying to push, uh, go trout fishing. Uh, I, you know, look, he's a modern day Mickey Mantle when healthy, but it's been four years of I'm out on Mike Trout. Uh, I think out on trout, I'm out on trout. Uh, I do. I don't want anything to do with them unless the angels are picking up, you know, 60% of that contract somehow. Um, so Nightingale was asked about Mike Trout and the, I guess, possibility that he's moved this offseason. And Bob Nightingale went on to say that while both sides are frustrated with each other, the Angels had a belief that he was going to come back later in the season last year than he did because of the ham, ham, bone, ham bone injury. Uh, and, you know, the Angels were eliminated. So if I'm Mike Trout and it's late August, they're expecting me back. I'm going, nah, why don't I just get right for next year? He does not think that Mike Trout is a reality. He thinks that there's frustration on both sides, but it's going to take Mike Trout asking out of 
Anaheim to fully move on from it. And that's not something he sees happening. It could happen, but it's not something that's happened yet. And he doesn't think it's going to happen this year. So can I, can I kill the Mike Trout thing? Please do. This is not the first time actually, because, um, uh, Perry Manasian actually said to shut this down a little while ago, but it keeps coming back. And the GM was saying then that, you know, there's Trout is someone that they're not looking to move. The Angels want to keep Trout. And they did say, just like Zach, as you said, they're looking to keep Mike Trout unless Mike Trout says he wants out. So I think everybody just continues to throw his name out there because it's weird that his career. It's a, big name, yeah. it's a huge, he's a huge name. And it's weird that his career has been with a, a losing club. And it's Joke. actually reminds me a lot of Damian Lillard in the NBA. Like there's names that we look across sports where it's a superstar on a bad team. And everyone's wondering, when are you going to make the move to go try to win a title? And Mike Trout just stays there in Los Angeles, just happy as can be. So, you know, it, it would come down to Trout saying he wants out, but I don't, I'm good. I'm, I'm good without Trout and Philly. I'm um, good. I, you know, years ago when initially Bryce Harper back in 2019 was talking about, I'll help bring anybody in if I can, if it's Mike Trout, whatever. That's the time that I would have been interested in, in Mike Trout. But now it's too late. It's, it's way too late. Too many injuries. And there's just no need. When you look at the Phillies roster as a whole, <laughs> you don't need to bring in Mike Trout. So, yeah, let's squash that rumor for the Phillies specifically. Whoever else wants to have that conversation around the league about bringing Mike Trout, go for it. Yeah, but hypothetical man says, can we get this rumor started about Devin Williams, uh, the relief <laughs> pitcher from the Brewers? Yeah, I would love that. Uh, the Brewers <laughs> said they're listening on everyone. So uh, it's going to be interesting now where Corbin Burns goes. I, if I had to guess, I would guess Yankees. Uh, because Burns and Garrett Cole would really be quite nasty. Uh, so, that, you know, now you get to start thinking about what's next, and the corner outfield position is an interesting one. Uh, I said so, saw somebody in the chat say, go grab Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson and just put them out there. It'll be entertaining in the worst-case scenario. Uh, I do think that's the type of market they're going to be in, like that 40 to $60 million three-year veteran type of guy. You know, if it's a Gurriel, sure, that'd be great. Love to see a right-handed bat uh, come into the lineup. Uh, it's going to be interesting now to follow the rumors attached with the Phillies. It is, um, and now it's great because we, ha we have already locked in for what's the priority, and now we can kind of sit back and watch. You talk about Lance Lynn with the Cardinals. Also, we saw on the move uh, the Braves have signed a three-year deal with reliever Ronaldo Lopez. And then Friday following our show for some Phillies updates because we haven't actually had a chance to talk about it on the show specifically. But Friday after our show, we were talking about the, the tenders. And most, again, makes me think of like chicken tenders or tenderonis yeah. or whatever you want to call it. I'm going out to get uh, dinner after this somewhere. Yeah, and get some, get get some, some tenders. tenders. Get that some tenders. That sounds really good. Well, the fri Friday was the tender deadline. And so on Friday, we saw th these moves happen or, or locked in, whatever you want to call it. So Alec Bowman and Edmundo Sosa, along with um, Jeff Hoffman, Greg Soto, and Ranger Suarez, the Phillies tendered contracts to them. The Phillies also agreed to terms on deals with Garrett Stubbs, Jake Cave, and Dylan Covey. And then non-tendered, it's Josh Fleming. They did not... There we go. Sorry about that, Tyler. They did not tender a contract to Josh Fleming, and here's the other move. So Garrett Stubbs is back. One-year, $850,000 deal. Jake Cave signed a one-year, $1 million deal. Dylan, another one-year deal, $850,000. They all avoided arbitration. So Friday, those moves were locked in um, to be able to have Bohm, Hoffman, Sosa, Soto, Suarez, Stubbs, Cave, Covey, 
locked in, uh, tendered. Yeah, so Covey's the one that kind of surprises me a little bit. Cave yeah, for one year, one million. Like that's that's a good bench piece to have for that price. I think that's that's fine. Garrett Stubbs. Uh, we'll maybe eventually get over your comments one day. Uh, I don't know when that day is going to be. <laughs> Uh, if I didn't know about your comments, I, I would say that's a great deal. But right now, I just say, I'm like, okay. Uh, I know, I know. You're not, a, you're not a Stubbs fan, and I was I, until he opened his mouth and gave bulletin board material in the NLCS when he was never gonna play. If you don't play and don't contribute, you can't give bulletin board material. This is a very simple concept, and it should be followed by every team in existence under the sun. So. Okay. Um, Don't open your mouth. Garrett Stubbs is team DJ. He's the clubhouse guy. He's the vibes officer. He's the backup. He's, he's, he's just he's just. He was very enjoyable until that series. Um. Yeah. I I definitely understand your frustration. Um. But as somebody that's also been held as the scapegoat for why the Phillies lost, me. Um. I'm not putting all that. Up. I mean, I I hear the he did give them bulletin board material. He should not have said that. I agree no. with you. But maybe I'm empathizing because I too was blamed for why the Phillies lost to the NLCS <laughs> oh, so for yeah. my Philly song that I made months prior. But that's okay. It's okay. Uh, we're going to eventually, you will eventually uh, have a chance to resolve things with Garrett Stubbs. Maybe, yeah, I'm maybe sure not. he's a delightful guy and a good time to hang out with, but should not have <laughs> opened his mouth. Um, but that's, I mean, listen, more importantly, Friday with the tender deadline, um, you know, I know people are saying similar thing. Marshall Mock is saying Stubbs sold and not a fan. Um, I know MBD was saying earlier something about Jake Cave. You know, he's it's fine. It, it's, I'd it's, like another it's, bench piece in addition just, to him that's better. I was going to say, these are just the little uh, cogs in the wheel, little, but, little yeah, pieces. But, yeah, he's versatile. He can play some first. Mm -hmm. He can play some corner. He can DH. Like, it's good to have that guy for a million dollars on your bench. That's yeah. fine. Covey, you I guess. You pay me a million dollars on the bench. I'll I guess right there. the thinking with Covey <laughs> is that they gave up something to get him. So, like, they're going to give him another shot at that cheap of money, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, you know, and bullpen is the other thing I've read a lot about with the Phillies is that, uh, you know, while it's not going to be a Josh Hader, they do want to go add to their bullpen mm -hmm. uh, in some way. And they do officially have the hardest throwing bullpen in Major League Baseball. So that's pretty cool. Um, who is the guy? Uh, Hicks. Go get Hicks. Just add another the monster <laughs> of guys that throw hard. Uh, just go get guys that throw absolute gas. And you know where you can spend some gas uh, that's at the Black Friday sale going on starting on the 24th uh, of November here at All PHLY. Black Friday, 25% off the entire PHLY locker. You can go to phlylocker.com to check it out. If you spend $75 or more, you'll receive a $15 gift card. Black Friday runs November 24th through November 27th. Uh, the t-shirts are extremely comfortable. Hoodies. Uh, comfortable as well. So if you're looking for some some fun gear to give friends and family over the holidays, check out the Black Friday uh, locker event happening this week. Um, so a couple names when speaking of that corner outfield group, I love reading Jason Stark. You've probably learned this about me. Uh, he threw out, you know, the what's next or what's ahead for the outfield. Now, I found it interesting. He chose these couple names. Uh, I'll throw them out to you and Tyler, and you guys can react to them. He said, so who could this corner outfield equivalent be for the 2024 Phillies? Uh, Jason went on to just ask questions after each of these, but I don't think Jason Stark's pulling four random names off the pile. Uh, Hunter Renfro, Adam Duvall, Eddie Rosario, no. and Whit Merrifield. 
Anybody excited by those four names? Not really. Um, <laughs> no. We talked about Wit on the show before. Yeah, um, and and they've kind of coveted him for, it seems it. like, years because he can play center, corner, that's all I got. second base, first Duval. base. Like he's, he's the jack of all trades. Duvall's a guy that started out the year really hot for the uh, Red Sox, mm. injured his wrist, missed two and a half, three months, came back, kind of got into form by the end of the season. I think he's still youngish, like 28, Duvall, if I'm not mistaken, um, but was a highly touted guy. He probably excites me the most of that group. Eddie Rosario at this point does very little for me. Um, Adam Duvall's 35. Oh, he's 35. I yeah. thought he was younger for some reason. Uh, Eddie Rosario, again, older guy. He's got like the playoff onions with an NLCS or mm. World Series MVP. But these are the types of names that we're going to... Nah. When you go spend $176 million on a pitcher and you might be in a Yamamoto sweepstakes, these are the types of names we're probably going to be looking at for left field. No, thanks. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got to put somebody out there, Renee. I don't nah. think we're going to go bold and not play nah. left fielder. Nah. I mean, we've talked about who is an outfielder that the Phillies should be looking at. This is not a great list. So I I'm would prefer Gurriel, but. I'm hoping, yeah, I'm, I, I don't want any of these. Duvall's um, the one I would pick, I guess. Yeah, if you had but to But he's a lefty, one? isn't he? I'd probably lean towards Renfro. Because of the righty. Yeah, but it, like... I think he's lefty, right? not exciting. I think he's lefty. In my head, well, he's lefty. And, and if that's the case, like... Or is he righty? No, that's right-handed. Okay, he's righty. Um, I mean, the outfield is something you need a right we all bat. know. Yeah. Like, yeah. that does have to come into the equation here. Guriel, yeah, I know MBD's all, all hyped up. We all are. I'd um, like Guriel. I think he's in that $55 million range. I'm just going to trust Dave. And hope that Dave has another name that we're not even thinking about that's that's he's got in the bag because he's obviously knows that the outfield is an area and as he was talking about today when asked, you know, the infield's locked in. It's the outfield that's, you know, got some question marks. So maybe, um, yeah, but Babita's saying put AJ Brown in left. Um, Duval hits righty according to John. I, I, uh, I don't I'm I, I'm, I don't really like any of these names. It's not that exciting. No, it's not at all exciting. So uh, but let's hope that this is like window shopping and that he's actually going to shop for somebody else. No, I don't. Th I think that's. I think that's <laughs> the area they're going to be shopping in. Um, I mean, like maybe some other names. Jorge Soler. I mean, he strikes out a lot too. Uh, Tiasca Hernandez is a guy I'd like, but he's another guy that strikes out. So it's like, do you want that more contact-friendly hitter? Uh, but Jason Stark ended the article with. But there's one thing that the baseball no world knows too well about Dave Dombrowski. He has never done shopping. Um, so, you know, the never. biggest need has been taken care of. Um, they might be in the Yamamoto sweepstakes. They might just be throwing that out there because they know it makes them look good. Who knows? Uh, but they are definitely going to be in the bullpen and corner outfield markets, it looks like. Well, you know what can also make you look good? It's Hero Bread. Oh. Because Hero Bread is a chance for you to eat well eat healthy and especially as we're getting ready for the holiday season making sure you're eating right so over at hero bread you can check out their rolls wraps tortillas sliced bread whatever it is that you're looking to buy they've got bread that allows you to plan for every meal of the day you can go over to hero.co you can see them on the bottom of your screen as well hero.co using that code phoi gets you 10 percent off and the best things about hero bread is their bread is soft fluffy it doesn't matter what your allergies are or dietary restrictions because hero bread has options for you so you have a chance to take 
a bite out of some high fiber, ultra low net carb, zero gram per sugar per slice bread that is has fewer calories than the leading national brands. And again, as we're getting into the holidays, gives you a chance to eat right, eat delicious bread, have a nice wrap, have a nice sandwich, whatever it is you're looking to taste and nibble on this holiday season. <laughs> Hero bread, guys. Hero.co, use that code PHOY, get 10% off. All right. There it is, um, you guys. I know everyone's always ready for the hero bread. <laughs> I need a hero. Um, so today, oh, no. the ba- yeah, we'll just stop this singing right now. Uh, the Hall of Fame. I thought I said oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Um, Jamie's pow, pow. The, <laughs> coming at the, me. The Hall of Fame Came class ready today. is going to be introduced today uh, for the 2024 ballot. And one of the all-time fan favorites, Chase Utley, is going to be on it for the first time. Uh, He will be joining former Phillies teammates Bobby Abreu, Jimmy Rollins, and Billy Wagner, uh, who hope to get on the same path to Cooperstown as Scott Rowland did. Uh, This is from Todd Zalecki's uh, morning newsletter. He says, solid arguments can be made for Abreu, Rollins, Utley, and Wagner. Uh, Utley has perhaps the strongest (laughs) case of the four. Uh, To pass the 75% ballot threshold uh, needed to earn enshrinement, players must uh, at least receive 5% of the vote to remain on the ballot for a maximum of 10 years. He goes on to say, Utley finished his career with a 64.5 B-War, which ranks 14th in ALNL history among second basemen, Better than 11 current Hall of Famer second basemen, including Jackie Robinson. It also compares favorably to Hall of Fame second baseman Ryan Sandberg at 67.9, Roberto Alomar, 67, and Craig Biggio at 65.4. Does Chase Utley become a Hall of Famer? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Uh, I think it's going to be a close one, but I think he's eventually going to get in here. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think Chase Utley's a Hall of Famer. Um, I think it always increases your chances when you've had a chance to win a title. And uh, definitely Chase Utley being a big part of that. Yeah, I think that in itself. And then you look at his stats, you talk about his, his war and the numbers that he finished with. I think he's an. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Tyler, I'm, does he get in? I'm no. A, I'm, I'm I mean, in. does he get in? Probably. Should he? I don't think so. Um, I think it's incredibly unfair to to try to compare his him statistically. It, it's, and I know you're use, it, like he's using B War as one example, but it's incredibly unfair to to compare him statistically to Jackie Robinson. Uh, like that's Jackie Robinson is a, 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 a at least one class better of a baseball player than Chase Holly, at least, and, and probably more like two or three. Um, quite frankly, to me, the only guy on this list that was a former Philly that is probably a deserved Hall of Famer, and people aren't going to like this because, because he's, a, he's a jerk. No, it's, oh. it's Billy Wagner. Oh, Billy Wagner, I think, is a lot. He's the only one of that former Philly group that I think is deserved to get in. The next then would be Jimmy Rollins. Um, but I don't think Utley, I don't think Abreu, I don't think any of these guys are, uh, are, are, are Hall of Fame worthy. They're like Hall of Really Good. Yeah, really but, good but I mean, you are compared to who's like in the hall. That is a good baseline. So, I mean, on paper, if you go by that standard, you know, Chase Utley's going to have a really good shot at this. Uh, I think Bobby Abreu comes up short. I think Jimmy Rollins gets in. I think Utley will eventually get in. And I think Billy Wagner's a lock. I, 
I agree with what you're saying, Tyler, about the Jackie Robinson comparison because, like, King Krabs and MBDBDB up for saying in the chat as well, uh, you can't compare anybody to Jackie Robinson, especially Chase Utley. But I do think when you look at the Phillies and across history, um, Chase Utley in most recent years is definitely one of the names that people will will throw out as as one of their favorites. I know um, Lisa was saying in the chat, same thing, that he's the man, you know, and it's it's not even just because of the statistics. I think it's also just because of what he embodied during, uh, you know, his time playing. So I think Hall of Fame is always a, a tricky thing because it's like, what are, you know, are we just basing it on stats? Or are we basing it on the fact you're also like, you were a fan, one of the fan favorites? But well, and Renee, I, too, I think he Baseball writers are a fickle bunch. The, right. the, the one comparison that's been used in the chat a couple of times, and, and I think it's a fair one, is people always say, well, if Barry Larkin's in, Jimmy Rollins should be in, because Jimmy Rollins' numbers are better than Barry Larkin's. And I'll be quite honest with you, I don't think Barry Larkin's a Hall of Famer either. Like, I think that we are. Well, we're, it's, we're about your, guys it's also are, about your era, too, right? Sure. Like, if you're playing 12 years. How do you stack up again? Are you consistently a top two or three guy at your position? I think that goes a long way. I think you're probably right, which in that which regard, I think you can make the case Jimmy that Rollins, Rollins and Chase Utley both are that. And I would also take it a step yeah. further, and this is probably not something favorable to say, but I uh -oh, feel like Hall of Fame sometimes has gotten a little bit watered down. And I hate to say that as a Hall of Famer myself, but unfortunately, um, Hall of Fame sometimes does just let everybody in. It's kind of like we want to add – because every year you're having a new class and you have to have names in that class and it's the exact same amount of names. And so it becomes a point of like any, a I lot mean, of people can be Hall of Famers when in reality it should be some sort of, there should be like an, it should be like an exclusive thing. Not you played over X amount of years, you were a fan favorite, you won a title, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. And that's kind of what it's become a little bit. And I know King Crab is saying the NFL has been the same way. That was like the first thing that comes to my mind. The NFL is a great example of that. But it's not always just the best players talent-wise. It sometimes is we need to have five names in and we need a fifth person. Yeah, uh, MBD says, you know, it hurts Rollins a little bit that he was in one of the best eras of shortstops, uh, you know, of the modern game. Yeah, you know, I, I, I suppose, but I think you can make the case that he was a, you know, a top five shortstop. <laughs> Better for, than Derek Jeter. <clears throat> What was that, Tyler? Did, did I say that out loud? Was your mic on? Uh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> what was that about Captain Pinstripes? Jimmy Rollins is a better baseball player than Derek Jeter. <laughs> Look, I don't like that's disagree a, with I you. I think that the, like that's I'm taking that uh, like the, the the subjective Phillies fan out of it. I truly believe that Jimmy Rollins is a better baseball player than Derek Jeter was. Chris I think is, you can certainly make Chris that Chris is saying we were we were pumping up the Wall of Fame and now deflating the actual Hall of Fame for the very same reasons. And we weren't actually pumping up the Wall of Fame. We were actually just acknowledging the fact it was happening. I, I just feel like a lot – first of all, there's Hall of Fames and, and Wall of Fames and Floors of Fame well, and Feeling of, of Fame. not yeah. – no, there's there's High standard not anymore. at all. There's, I was going to say there's – for like – there's so many levels of it that – Everybody has a chance to be named to some sort of a fame, whatever that may look like. So I, I just feel like somebody that's been in, involved as a Hall of Famer and seen the different names that have come in, um, it sometimes becomes a little bit watered down. I, I think baseball writers should be removed from the voting process. What my proposal, which I've brought up before, is I think there should be a Hall of Fame. Um, a committee. Yes. So it's a rotating. It's basically like a board or, you know, a, a Hall of Fame Senate uh, where let, let's say there's 20 positions on the board and it rotates every three or four years. It should be like 12 players 
like four or five managers and maybe like an executive or two um, people that played the games are in the game or a part, you know, like live that life. I think they should be a rotating committee and not the baseball writers. Just nothing against it's, writers there, but I think it, I, I I don't know I don't know why the writers decided. Basically, uh, I think you could do it in a much cooler fashion and have uh, like a peer kind of council type of thing. Um, it becomes tough because I do feel like it becomes you very want the biased. Yeah, yeah I know, it becomes but, very jinx. It becomes very biased because also you're asking people to think back 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, that's why I think you need a mix of like current guys and yeah, then just one generation needs- move. So the game's current, yeah. you know, like it's tough. There's no perfect solution, but uh, it is what it is. I, I wish all four of those guys the best of luck because it would be really, it's really cool. to be in the hall of fame regardless. Can, can you scroll back up to MBD's comment? I want to run through the shortstops he mentioned in the modern era. Uh, uh Jeter, yes. Tyler said, he already said Jimmy's better. A-Rod, by, by the way, I, I want to clarify because I'm taking some heat and some people agree with me. Obviously, Jeter Derek longer, Jeter's numbers are significantly yeah, he better. What, what I'm, what I'm, and this is not the Hall of Fame conversation. This is just no. me, like you had a World Series. Which shortstop are you picking? To me, well, I don't know. Jeter was incredible on the biggest <laughs> stage. Um, <laughs> That's part of the magic. To me, I think that there was like a, a player comp. If I'm just looking at them like on face value, I'm watching them play the game of baseball. I would take – I think I'm taking Jimmy Rollins over Derek Jeter on that regard. Statistically speaking, Derek Jeter's Jeter runs better. away He's with a, it, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. There, there's no doubt about it. Like, so I want to cl- clarify that because some no, people I know are like great takes. Some people are like yeah, you're yeah. an idiot. So I want to clarify that um, before we go yeah, any further. So sure. A-Rod, of course – oh, wait, just – I want to look at his list real quick. Um, oh. A-Rod was the second one. If you can scroll back up, Ty. Um, I've never called you Ty before. That was weird. Uh, Miguel, it's Miguel Te- – <laughs> oh, it's on the – okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, uh, Miguel Tejada, I'm probably taking Jimmy as a career over Tejada. Nomar, I think Jimmy did it longer, right? Like, Nomar probably had better individual did, seasons. But did it you feels... take A-Rod or Rollins? Oh, A-Rod. Okay. Because oh, A-Rod to me is a, a Hall of Famer. I know that yeah, there's not yeah, going no, to A-Rod's be because a of... over Rollins. Uh, Hanley Ramirez. <laughs> Rollins. Uh, yeah, again, I'm Rollins. <clears throat> Troy Tulowitzki, I'm Rollins. Uh, and who's the last one? Raphael Fercal, I'm Rollins. So, like, I, I think Jimmy was one of those top two or three consistent shortstops year in and year out. And certainly in the MVP award helps them. Uh, so we're about to get to guess that ballpark here. Uh, but speaking of MVPs, this is also from Todd Zalecki. On this date in Philly's history in 1976, Mike Schmidt won his third NL MVP. Uh, Schmidt, Bonds, who had seven of them. Jeez. Roy Campanella had three. Stan Musial had three. And Pujols, who had three are the only other three-time NL MVP winners. Uh, Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player I've ever seen in my life. Steroids or no steroids, that dude was incredible. All right, Renee, pull up your cheat sheet because it's <laughs> time right, to dive Teasel. into it. Martian Lynch is, is co-signing on Teasel. Um, Teasel yeah, has... T- t- no way, Tulowitzki's better. I agree with Martian. Okay, so <laughs> Teasel's got a new list for us. It's time for Guess That Ballpark. All right. In the standings, we are tied up to a piece because Jamie got uh, Minute Maid right on Friday. Yes, 2-2. Two, two. I said we are tied up to a piece. Uh, all right, all right. That's little I just said. Right. Yeah, when I started cheating, I'm one for one. Oh, my gosh. Just saying. Uh, just saying. All right, so here's what we've got. Oh. <clears throat> what was that Wait, list I had on Wait, I feel on like fr- it looks like what we just did. 
Uh, what was that list I had on Friday? It was ha, awesome. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, you! Oh, sorry, I didn't bookmark my cheat sheet. I actually did. Of course, you, I know. I, I, of course, you did. Well, I want to make sure I can easily find uh -huh. it. When yeah, I want to make sure I can most easily cheat. Hypothetical man saying angle angels. You know this one? Oh, mm. is it? I don't know. They have the waterfall in center field. I'm trying to picture how <sighs> I'm that trying looks. To, I'm trying to. Free no, podcast not get the Renee I'm timer sorry, started. You'll, you'll have to check our social media when we put this stuff out. Yeah, you I guys... had a really good cheat sheet on Friday, and now I don't have That's it. That's so sad. Yeah, it is sad. I wish I was a not. more efficient cheater like you. <laughs> Bookmarking your cheat sheet. <laughs> All right, I have a couple ideas. Um, gosh, why are you guys trying to put me on a clock here? I don't think it's angels. I don't think they have that deep laugh. Ooh. I'm going to go. All right, final answer. I didn't even cheat. Oh, my God. This is a non-cheat answer. You're annoying. I'm going to go with Kaufman <laughs> Stadium. No, it's not that. How do you know? I don't know. I'm just saying. I just wanted. Yeah. I just wanted to dissuade you from thinking. All it's right. Or whatever it's called, Royal Stadium. All right. So you're locking in. Yes. The Royals. Royals. Uh, okay. I try not to spend too much time. It's like looking for a lost golf ball. Like I'm probably not gonna find it. Just just rip the bandaid off and give it up. All right, Renee. How much time should we give her, Tyler? No. One minute countdown. <laughs> All right. I'm kind of thinking. Yeah, I think that's fair. One. How do I get a say in this? Ooh, Nationals Park. Mm, not bad. I feel like it could be City Field, which I feel like everything looks like City Field to me, which is annoying. <laughs> All I ever see is if City Field. Are, are, are you guys? Do you want to? Do you want to ask the recurring question that we get every week or every game? Every well, this day? Is, she asks it every time when she's panicking yeah, about making right. her pick. Should, should, should we just? <laughs> get, should we get the question like out of the way, Tyler? You guys are so annoying. Would you like to have ask we seen the correct answer in the chat, or has it been said out loud yet? Uh, the the correct answer has been said in the chat. Okay, I'm going coffee. What? I haven't even seen the chat. Scroll up again. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find another avenue to cheat in. I love this. that everybody like participates along with us during this. It's it's pretty fun wow, to see. Wow, there's so many answers yeah, in the chat. Yeah, people are really getting into this. Wow. Oh, yeah. no. oh, no. Oh, no. It Wait, does kind of look like Fenway with the straight left we already wall. Did but Fenway. I, know, I know, but. Wait. Did somebody say? All right, what you got? Like twenty so seconds I, I will here. Say this, so I am going to oh, say this. Oh, you guys this. are annoying. The person who said the or the the correct answer was said with the wrong corporate naming. So the the, huh? the park was said so correctly. Wrong. Yeah, you're not right. Um, <laughs> the park the park was said correctly, but it's it's not that name anymore. All right, so I'm wrong already. So let's go, Renee. We need the people need an answer from you. I can't breathe. Okay, It'll wait. be okay. I promise. <laughs> I promise you it's not that serious. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm locking in yeah, with... Yeah, yeah, I need to find that list of stadium pictures. I don't think it looks Ten like seconds. this, though. Well, then don't guess it. Ten seconds. Oh, my seconds. gosh. Ten seconds? Yeah. We're coming Rudy to an did end great. Here. Oh, it could be Great American. Okay. Is that your answer? Five. I'm going to go... Four. Three. Two. See, Lisa's trying to cheat too, and it's one. not helping. Final answer time. I'm going to go with, I don't know what was said in the chat. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Say your answers again. You got to guess. Something. Okay, wait. I'm going right, to go. Here's the deal. No, I'm... wait. I got it. I got it. No, I got it. Here we go. What is it's, it? It's, 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 um, it's a mare. It's American. I'm not. I'm not scrolling back up. It's okay. Um, which, which one's a, American? Is that Cincinnati? Great not, American Ballpark. Yeah, that is Cincinnati. Yeah. No wait. No 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 what's no. Your I was going. I was going Milwaukee, but I don't even know if somebody said that in chat. No, which would be he, stupid. What's, what's the Brewer Stadium? 
it, crap. It's, it's not Miller Park anymore. No, it was it's Miller. It's something else now. It's family. Is that your answer, Brewers? Something about families. <laughs> yeah. right, Brewers, Here's the deal. Chris Nevin's got it right. I'm not uh, gonna put. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but he's the one that it. got it right. Uh, Target Field. No, no some, nobody said Target. Stop field. saying all. The, you already submitted your answer. You <laughs> went with Brewers. T-Mobile. No. The Mariners. Correct. That, yeah. yeah Kristen initially put Safeco. It okay. is now T-Mobile. Yeah, that's correct. We said uh, whatever marketing dollars are being spent on the stadium does not dictate the answer. Uh, I, Big Mike D brings up the Kingdom. I know you'll appreciate this, Tyler. I saw a Kingdom game when my family was out in Seattle one year on vacation with Randy Johnson, A Rod, and the kid. That's incredible. And Jay Buhner, like all. That's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, Marshall Mock, uh, Marshall Mock, by the way, said the uh, the Brewer Stadium's American Family Insurance, and it was family. <laughs> it, was, it was family something. <laughs> American Family Insurance Stadium. Welcome to American Family Insurance Stadium. So stupid. I missed the so ballpark is this names. Game. It's okay, Renee. You don't have to wear this with well, you until tomorrow. Well, Lisa was trying to cheat also, and Lisa was saying it's hard <laughs> even when you're cheating, and I agree because they hard. all look the same, and you guys keep saying, nah, oh, you're cheating, you're cheating. Different. I am not. It's not an easy thing. I think they all look different. This, it's just hard to. I think they all look the same to me, yeah. and then they there's like, yeah, it's yeah. just a lot. Well, Renee's going to wear this loss on her for 24 hours at least, uh, but the... Uh, the wrap-up here is Aaron Nola is a Philly for seven years, $172 million. I think we're all pretty happy and content with the move. Curious to see what's next. And if you want to get your emotional excitement up, uh, just know that Bryce Harper is recruiting Yamamoto, and the Phillies are not out of the mix for him. So we will see what happens. He has been officially posted today. We will be back tomorrow at 1130. Uh, I myself, oh, it is a, it's a football Monday. Uh, That's the so only good thing about today. Let's go around the horn real quick because I will be on the Eagles pre and post game tonight with Bo Wolf and Zach Berman. Uh, that's going to be starting around 745 for the pregame postgame show will be immediately after the game. <laughs> I actually think the Eagles win tonight. I know, um, you know, Owen four <laughs> versus Reed. I think Jason Kelsey is the, the Super Bowl rematch from the year prior. The team that lost is only two and six in these games. They haven't won in Kansas City in a while. Jason Kelsey's never beaten the Chiefs in his career. Yada yada yada. I think uh, I think that stops tonight. I think they, I think I like the birds. I think they're going to pull it out. Well, it'll what be you, you know today didn't start off great after a frustrating guess like that ballpark. Thank you. That's all right. I want you to say your truth. <laughs> and I know people are saying I need a pitch clock, which now I feel like I'm Craig Kimbrell out here. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I will Renee say getting ready for the, guess Eagles, that ballpark. <laughs> the Eagles are going to – they're absolutely going to win today. I feel i feel really confident about all this right. group. And I, I honestly am looking forward to the fact that this is the first major game when you look at the next stretch up until the Christmas Day game versus the Giants. There's a, there, It's a tough stretch for the Eagles. And on the road in Kansas City at Arrowhead, I think it's a great chance to show people this is not a fluke team. Despite we've seen errors, we've seen inconsistencies, we've seen that from every team across the league. Nobody has been consistently week in, week out dominant. And I think for the Eagles to still be getting results and winning games, especially with their O-line struggles at times, uh, they're winning today. The, the Chiefs, I'm not scared of them, and I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl rematch and excited to cheer on the birds to a victory. All right, Tyler, what do you got tonight? Uh, I think the Eagles go 3-2 and two over this next five-game stretch. Buffalo doesn't That's worry fair. me at all, so it's really thinking about – at this point, I'm thinking 2-2 two and two over that four game stretch. Um, I think that this is probably one of the ones that I 
don't believe they get. I okay, think Kansas City enough. at home, coming off the bye, Reed's unreal off the bye. Bye week. It's it's more the Andy Reid factor than anything else. I think this is going to be a close game. I don't anticipate a blowout in either fashion. No, no, um, no. I, I I think the Chiefs win this one close. I think it's a high scoring affair because taking even, the over. Even though the Chiefs defense has been significantly better than it's been in years past, I am going to take the over. Um, I actually, I don't even know what it is, but I, I feel either. good about it. Um, <laughs> I, I'll take the I'll take the Chiefs close in a high scoring game. Uh, something in the 30s, yeah. but I'm going to take the Chiefs I do, to win tonight. I do see this being a, sh- a nice shootout, so, and I'm hoping so because prime time games this season yeah. have been pretty rough at times. I'm looking at the Sunday night football game, Jets yesterday against the Bills. So um, I have a best. I have to go out there and come up with my best bets because I have a 13 and three record this year. And I got to keep it up. Uh, One thing I'm looking at for tonight, I don't know if it's official yet, but I think the Eagles know the best way to beat Patrick Mahomes is to keep him off the field. And I think I think DeAndre Swift's going to have a night. So I'm, I'm just throwing Run that the out ball. there for your player pops. Run the ball. Uh, it Run could be a Swifty type of evening in Kansas City. And thank oh, God, Taylor's by the way, not the, there. Yeah, I forgot about this. The weather's not going to be great. Uh, apparently, it's going to be windy and and, and kind of kind of rainy. DeAndre Swift over 59 and a half yards. Yeah, Lock it in. Yeah, I forgot about that. Maybe the the, the numbers run. the numbers low. Never mind. Lock it Forget in. Get that run game going. Forget the over. Appreciate you. Run a you, lot Chad. of time All off right. the clock. Good information right Eagles there. Eagles win. I will see you uh, back on the Eagles channel around 7.45. Renee and Tyler and myself will be back tomorrow morning at 11.30. Good times in Philadelphia Phillies land. Thanks for hanging out with us, everyone. Go Birds! Go Birds! We all silly like the mayor. 